Hi everybody, welcome to Waves Podcast, welcome to this new bonus episode of Waves Podcast um, and it's going to be about autonomy and being independent, which is a very wide topic but uh, since Thanksgiving was like a week and a half ago and now we're in December so Christmas is going to come like at the end of the, of the month this is really the time of the year when you get with your family and you eat together and you bond together, you talk etc and it's really really cool so I wanted to use uh, this family thing, this family topic, and mix it with being independent and autonomous. Because obviously family is really good and an important thing um, in your life, but they, your family members or your closest friends can also have some um, effect on what you do and who you end up being in life, which is not something you want to do. So uh, I thought I would talk about this, uh, you know, mix these two topics, talk about the whole problem, and then tell you how um, you can solve this, like how I kind of half solved it. Like I can say it's 100% perfect for me, but it's a lot better than it used to. And I just, I mean, it just got better. Um, I mean, it wasn't my idea, it wasn't something that I planned, like a trick I found and I thought like, okay, good, I have to do this and it's gonna be perfect then. Uh, it just happened to improve a lot. <laughs> I'm just I just got lucky so I want to share this uh, experience with you and yeah hopefully it will help you too okay so let's go um, the first thing I want to say is that obviously it's a much it's much easier to uh, say that you can solve these things than to actually do it um, you know you tell me for example I can't do this because I need support from my family and I just say you gotta be independent and you gotta not care about what people think like you know like what everybody does on <laughs> on Instagram when they share pics and quotes that tell you um, you know that sort of things this is not helpful at all because obviously you know what you are supposed to do you are supposed to be independent and not care about what, you, what people think but it doesn't work that way at all like you can't change yourself just by going okay all right i'm going <laughs> to i'm going to be better now you know you can't improve that way you have to actually go to go through a whole process you know and the problem is that this particular topic is so wide as i said that it's sort of um i mean everybody's concerned for example let's say that you want to start a business you want to sell clothes where well, you do need to be independent or having support from your family like one of two and if you want to, I don't know, create videos like I do, you also need this. And if you want to make it your job, you also need this. So it's like so wide. And at the same time, I mean, it's kind of the, the same. To me, being an entrepreneur and an artist or a content creator is sort of the same thing because there's some creative sides to being an entrepreneur and there's some uh, entrepreneurship sides to being a content creator. So to me, it's kind of linked, but yeah, it's so wide because you can do any type of business and you will always have this problem, right? So it's so wide, you can't just obviously just give one solution for everybody to um, stop caring about everything, you know, to stop um, worrying about what people think. Um, this is a whole personal process that they have to go through, obviously. So I'm going to cut this episode in two parts. Uh, well, actually, no, it's going to be one episode, but two parts in uh, in this episode. The first one is going to be about needing this, uh, you know, support from your family and your closest friends, etc. And the second one is going to be about 
getting it anyway. And it's because I just think personally that um, even though being independent is great, etc., there's always sometimes some moments in your life where you're going to need your parents to say something nice or your friends or your cousins or, you know, whoever is important to you. You know, you, you can't be 100% a badass all the time. And we've talked about this a lot on this podcast. You have some uh, times of weakness that you have to accept. And in this case, um, I think this second part is going to help you deal with these uh, uh, weak moments. I don't, I don't like the word weak because it's not being weak, but these, um, let's say these human moments, you know, these non-100% warrior fights, uh, unstoppable machine moments. That, you know, the, the, these times where you you just yourself and you uh, feel sad and you feel like you need someone to carry you through the whole thing. Um, this is something I really want to talk about because, yeah, as I said, I don't want to do what everybody does on Instagram, okay? <laughs> so yeah, um, the problem is not so much that you lack support, but the fact that you need it, okay? Because obviously, if you are strong enough to uh, not care about anything, and, you know, being strong enough to uh, assume every choice you make and never doubt anything. If you're strong enough, you don't need this sort of um, this sort of support. And by the way, when I say family, it's also like people close to you, it's the same to me. Um, to me, family is people I care about, so I don't really see a difference between, you know, friends or family. Uh, sometimes you don't care about people in your family, and you care more about your friends, and sometimes the opposite, so... Um, I just say family, but you get the idea. It's people close to you. Um, so yeah, that's the obvious thing to say, that you are supposed to be uh, able to do everything on your own and be independent, etc. But once you've said that, you've said nothing. Like it's, it's so easy to just stop there. But the fact is that support really helps a lot and it can boost and protect um, your projects and your ideas. You know, it can help you uh, shield. I mean, if you get support from your family, it can help you um, protect yourself from other types of negative comments and negative. To keep the the, the example of YouTube, etc. If your family supports you and tells you, yeah, this is good, and they really believe so, then you're not gonna care about what a random person says on the internet, right? Um, this is something you also need to to be aware of. Uh, obviously, you don't. Uh, you don't have to have support, but if you do, it's also a great thing. So, you know, just saying, okay, I can do without is like the um, the Instagram way of seeing things, which is, to me, Instagram has become something that's so fake and so, you know, so simple that it becomes fake. Like, the emotions you see there are just happiness, because it's simple. Uh, the things you see are just beautiful, because it's simple. You never see something that's kind of good or kind of... Uh, um, kind of uh, inspiring and like for example there's one thing i like uh, in on, on twitter is that there is some bad things there which is really weird to say i know but well, it's kind of off, off topic but yeah um there is some weird and bad stuff on twitter but it also balances the whole um it also balances the platform because if you only have these um you know, supposedly good things and these supposedly inspiring things etc it's not what life is supposed to be. And unfortunately, life is also sad news and bad news of uh, things you don't really want to hear about because it's sad, like, uh, I don't know, something in, that happens in the news and um, that sort of things. It's also part of life. So the problem with Instagram is that it completely 
leaves on the side this whole uh, negative side, which is uh, obviously sometimes you need to to only be exposed to positivity to feel better, but it's also um, you trying to run away from who uh, you are as a human, from from who we are as humans. And it's also not that great. So I understand why people need it, but I think we should be able to live to live without this. You know what I mean? Anyway, <laughs> saying that you don't need it is the Instagram way of seeing things. But uh, if you are, if you actually look at the facts, let's say you have a hundred friends on Facebook and they all share what you do, it's a game changer. Like it's gonna help you um, sell the stuff you want to sell. It's gonna help uh, get a better, a better ranking on YouTube and that sort of thing. Or me with the podcast. If a hundred people uh, listen to the podcast the first time I ever uploaded something, it would have been great. It would have been like uh, really helpful. But um, it doesn't happen because friends on Facebook, first of all, friends are not really friends. It's just people you know, and. So yeah, it doesn't work that way. But you do have some friends or family who um, have Facebook, Twitter, etc. And who could share your stuff. Maybe not 100, but I don't know, 10 or 20. And that helps a lot too. If you get their support, it helps a lot for your well-being, for your mental health, but also for the actual results. But the thing is that these people um, you care about might not necessarily support at first. And this can hurt. Like this is a dangerous, uh, a dangerous element for your projects and your dreams and your future even. Because obviously, if you don't get their support, you you like okay. So who's gonna support me if they don't? And in some cases, they might not say anything and just you know not really care about it. And in some cases, they might say things that hurt you, that they don't mean to be mean, obviously, but they might not um, use the right words, right? But the, the main reason is that. Um, I mean, you know how people always say that they have haters, etc. I don't think there are many haters in life. They're, like, most people won't care about what you do. And this is what people call haters most of the time. Um, so, uh, it's not that they hate you. It's just that they, or that they don't like you or they don't care about you. It's just that they don't understand. And they don't see how important this is for you. How it could work. How, you know, all these elements that you since you are so involved in this, and since you know, um, again, on YouTube, for example, I know YouTube a lot more than any of my friends, because I actually make videos on YouTube. And so obviously, I see how it can work. I knew from the beginning how you can make money on YouTube if it works, uh, which is not the case for them or for my parents, for example, I had to explain them like, (laughs) maybe a 100 times. Um, Obviously, it's not that they don't uh, support you, but just that they don't really see what you see. Okay, I mean, me, my dad is a photographer and his dream would have been to do it as a job and not a hobby as he's doing right now. And so you would think that he would understand me more easily and support me, etc, etc. Because, you know, photography, videos, it's kind of linked. It's yeah, I basically use the same object as him, a camera. But uh, it's not the case. Why? Because, well, it's so different now from when he's, I mean... The world I see right now with Instagram and YouTube, etc., he doesn't know it. So he knows what photography is, but he doesn't know what the platforms now are for videos and for photography, right? He's on Instagram, but he doesn't know how um, you can make money with, uh, you know, by being an influencer, sort of thing. I mean, now he's kind of getting into it because I told him, but, you know, he, he just simply didn't understand. Even though on the paper, you would think he might have been the most... Uh, 
um, the person I know at least the most able to understand what I did. And so he said some really mean stuff at times, and my mom too. My mom somehow just gets it more, I don't know why, because she hates the internet, but uh, the fact is, yeah, she's kind of more open to this, uh, even though she's not into art that much. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so your family will, um, you know, say bad stuff sometimes, but not really mean it, and they might even sometimes say something like, you can do this, you know, like, um, just... A few hours ago, my mom told me that I was going to make it and that she believed in me, which is really nice to hear. And I really want to remember this because um, it doesn't happen every day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they, they say these, these really good things and then really mean things because, as I said, it's not that they, <laughs> they're not bipolar. They don't have schizophrenia or, you know, that sort of things, but they just simply don't really understand and they're not really... Um, able to, um, to uh, it sounds really weird when I say they don't understand, like they're stupid, it's not that they're stupid obviously, but they just, they're not open to it as I am because they don't, uh, they didn't grow up the way I did, and you know, and it, it might be the same for you, and obviously they don't have the same story as you, because if they did, then they would be also doing what you do, so you know, like you, you are the only one, the only person you know that knows what you know, okay? Okay, let's say this again. You are the only person you know that knows what you know. This is really important because you will never be able to um, find someone who can support you 100% of the time exactly on what you need and on what you do and, you know, to understand you perfectly because they, I mean, it's simply impossible and you don't even want that because this, if you, if you were... If you only had people around you that um, back you up 100% of the time, then they won't... I mean, you don't have any criticism. You don't have... You don't ever question yourself, etc. What's important, for example, in... Let's say when, some, when you write a show, like a comedy show, like they do on primetime TV in the US, you know, that sort of things. What's interesting in having a team writing the show is that they don't have the same type of humor. So you're going to have some people who are black and might be sensitive to some things, some topics, and others who are white and others who are women. And, you know, that sort of things. I remember uh, hearing a, a comedian talk about SNL, and she said that the minute there was, I don't know, two or three women writing the show, they created sort of like new topics that guys in the room didn't even understand. Like they were like, what are you talking about? It was about the sketch about uh, tampons and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, you, you just, you know, it's just a fact. You don't even know, you can't know everything. And what's interesting is that your family, etc., can provide you with a different opinion on what you do. And even though sometimes it might hurt, this eventually uh, helps you question yourself and better yourself. Okay, so instead of saying that you need the support and that you, um, you know, that you, uh, um, that, that they should just share what you do and always be happy and always compliment you, etc. You should, obviously, sometimes you're going to need this again, but you should also be able to remember that their lack of support sometimes also shows their objectivity. Okay, um, it can be with your friends or your family. It's always the same. If someone is 100% happy of what you're doing, it's the same with your fans, actually. If your fans just love what you do and are ready to uh, eat whatever you feed them, this is also bad because you end up um, able... I mean, you're able... You're, like, so powerful, you're able to force them to like the one thing you do, even though it's not the best you could do. 
So yeah, that's something I really wanted to say uh, in this first part. Another thing is that um, I've talked about people, uh, your family and close friends, etc., telling you stuff, whether they're good or bad. But there's also one uh, huge possibility is for them not to react at all and not say anything, you know? Um, not because you, I mean, not when you ask them, because usually they will respond <laughs> if you ask a question. But um, I'm thinking about a story of a friend. Uh, actually, it's, it's like uh, my friend's ex-girlfriend. She wanted to do something and go abroad, but she was scared that her family would be sad about it. And this is like the worst thing you could uh, ever think about because, I mean, if you start thinking about what they may think when they don't say it, then you are 100% all the time never gonna do anything because there's always a risk for them to not be happy. And things might happen when you are gone, when you, for example, when you go live abroad, um, you might miss stuff and you might, um, you know, they might be sad because this happened, but you didn't know this thing would happen. Um, I don't know if someone, let's say you're, you're, someone in your family has a child and you're abroad, well, you miss it. And this is kind of sad and maybe sad, I mean, sad for you, maybe for them, but it's also something you didn't know about, you couldn't plan on, well, in the case of having kids, yeah, you kind of know about, yeah, okay, you get the idea. <laughs> um, it's um, It's something that you can't, always focus on what people may think of you. And even in the case where they would actually say, I don't want you to go abroad because, uh, oh my God, can you imagine? Like, I know someone else who has this problem, actually. Uh, her mom, every time she says she wants to leave her, uh, you know, she wants to go live on her own, her mom goes, oh, but can you imagine what a mess it would be here? Like, what could we do? Uh, what are we going to become? Which is even... Um, I mean, coming from a parent, this is like so scary to ever think that you that a parent could prevent their kids from growing as human beings just because they worry about themselves. This is crazy. But even in that situation, um, which is not even like it's not that they your family is not supporting your decision, but they are against it. In that case, you also need to uh, realize that these people might not want the best for you. And not because they don't like you or anything, but just because they are not judging with the right experience because they've, uh, they don't know what they are saying. They don't realize how important this is to you, that sort of things. And in that case, well, you also might want to talk about this with other people. So if, if, for example, your mom says this, you also want to talk to your best friend about it and you also want to talk about your cousin about it, you know, because they, um, all these people who are not 100% always supporting you, etc., they sort of neutralize themselves and they all have some right to them, like they all, they all have some um, good observations, even if 90% of what they say is wrong, they still have 10% right. And if you mix those 10% right, etc., compare to, uh, you know, compare each and everybody's opinion on one thing, you end up with um, a kind of objective view on what you think you should do. And I can't say that you have to listen to them, but because, I don't know, maybe in one, uh, I don't know, you may live in a family where everybody agrees that. Uh, I don't know, they follow a tradition and a tradition that is not what you want to follow or something like that. Uh, obviously, it's not a rule that applies to everybody, but if you mix the opinions of people who are all different and, you know, not all from the same family, etc., you end up with something quite objective. And in that case, you might want to um, 
again, not listen to this, not just follow it blindly. If it's not what you want to hear, you also might end up just thinking, well, fuck it, I'm, I'm going to do what I want to do because this is my opinion and I know I'm sure about it. And, you know, but my point here is that what you see as negativity is not necessarily negative. Okay. Uh, I hope by now you got this. Now, let's talk about the second part, which is if you really want this support, you really want people to like your Facebook page and, you know, subscribe to your channel and listen to your podcast. Uh, that's all things. There's no shame in this. You also sometimes need support and this is you being human and you need help and this is going to help you. This is going to help your business. Whatever you do, this is 100% right. Don't doubt about this. This is natural. Don't feel bad for needing someone, okay? Uh, It's really, I don't have any other words. It's natural. It's human. Okay, so if you want that support, that help, etc., the one thing you need to know is that these people are not not supporting you on purpose, not because they are trying to be mean, etc. One uh, element might be that you are not a professional yet. So, I mean, your content might not objectively be um, worth being shared, okay? Um, And this is not, I I don't mean this in in a hurtful way. I've made a lot of videos in my life, and when I look at them back now, when I apply to uh, for a job or something like that, you know, you ha- I have to show off what I can do, etc. Um, I look at them and I'm like, okay, this is out of everything I've done. There's maybe three or five uh, videos that I'm actually still proud of because they really, you know. Then obviously, I, I, I mean, you improve with time, okay? You, you, you also need to realize this. And um, my videos sometimes they mean something to me personally, but if you uh, show it to someone else. It hasn't and it hasn't been done like in a nice, beautiful way. And it's not written in a way that everybody understands. It refers to things that only I know, and so nobody understands them. I'm not gonna, gonna I'm not gonna share. I'm not gonna send them to um, you know, my future uh, employer, because this is not the best uh, thing I could do to get the job, right? So this is an element you really need to uh, to take into account. If they don't do it, it's just maybe that your um, it may be that uh, your content is not ready to be shared yet, which again is part of the process. So you don't, I mean, you don't want to have one of your videos being shared so fast and so much and not being the best because then everybody that's going to see this video is going to think, okay, this is not something I like. So every time they're going to see one of your other videos, they, they're just going to, I don't know, click away and not watch it. So this would be actually bad for you in the long run. And yeah, it's really bad for, for your, you know, again, I'm talking about videos, but also it's the same for business, for uh, with clothes. If your first uh, designs are bad, then it could, uh, I don't know, it could kind of uh, not sink what you do, but kind of uh, undermines the whole, undermine the whole thing. And it's not, it's not good, okay? It's also, if people not, are not sharing, it might also be best for you, okay? But if your videos are great and you're 100% sure that it's awesome what you're doing, if, you know, your clothes, your, your, I don't know, whatever you're selling, etc. is perfect, then it might just be because they haven't seen it. Uh, for example, let's say Facebook. Uh, when I share something on Facebook, not everybody who likes my page sees it. And that's not my fault. That's not my uh, friend's fault. It's because of Facebook, because it works that way. It only shows some, some, some like kind of contents, depending on what they've liked before. 
you know, it's a whole thing that's a whole algorithm that I don't actually know about. But, you know, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, well, not Twitter, I think Twitter is just about chronology. But, uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or definitely like this, people might miss what you do just because of these uh, social platforms, okay, and their policies, etc. So in that case, if you really want them to share and see what you do, just send them. <laughs> I know it's stupid, but they might just have missed it. If they're not showing support, if they're not, uh, you know, leaving, uh, I don't know, they, you sent, uh, you, you, you shared a video on, on YouTube, and no, none of your friends who are subscribed to the channel come back and talk about it. Maybe they just haven't seen it, and if you have sent a link and they don't react, uh, they don't, you know, they just watch it and don't react, maybe you want to ask them, uh, you know, that sort of things. There are some really simple reasons for them not to support you. You have to keep that in mind. It's actually much harder to uh, see everything you're supposed to see than miss most of it on the internet, because there's so much on it now. And finally, I want to give the be like the most important tip I can give you, which is um, if you want people to support you, be confident in what you do, okay? Um, if you are doing videos and you present your videos, you post something on Facebook saying, uh, this is something I did, but I'm not sure, blah, 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 blah. I mean, to be honest, if you see that on someone else's channel, or someone else's Facebook page, etc., etc., are you going to actually be 100% positive about it if you see, um, if, if like the person who did it is not sure it's good, are you going to watch it and are you going to be happy about it? To be honest, like take some time to think about it. Because I know I often complain about this, but I am personally a really bad um, a really, uh, how do you say that, like a really bad audience, a really bad YouTube audience, I, most of the time I forget to like the videos I actually like, and so there are some videos I've seen maybe 10 times, but I still haven't liked, and I'm not even subscribed to the channel, so to be honest, it's not just about people liking what you do or not, it's also about them forgetting to actually react to it, um, it they could also miss it, and you could be a very bad um, advertiser for your work. And I know a lot of creative people are really bad at talking about what they do, and I am one of them. Like, I'm, I still can't tell you exactly what I do on YouTube, for example. I kind of have an idea now, uh, but I only realized it, like, a month ago, and, well, actually, no, maybe, I mean, to me, I, I, I was talking about my personal experience, to me, my, um, I started to get really positive responses to what I did, uh, to my videos and my podcast, etc., when I said that I was 100% sure about uh, the fact that I wanted to make this my job, and that this was the best content I could give at the time, once I got, you know, I was in the UK last year, once I started to meet people who were making videos as a job and who, you know, told me, yeah, you should, you should go on, it can work for you, etc. This is when I started to believe I could do it. And when I started to believe I could do it, obviously I talked about it. And then at this moment, my family, my parents, uh, you know, I became a lot better at talking about what I did and what I wanted to do. And so my family started to understand what I wanted to do, you know, and once they did, they started to support it, for example, my cousins, my uh, aunts, my parents, and you know, everybody, it's not just about, I mean, obviously, they were not 
uh, against it before because they're not mean, <laughs> they're normal people, <laughs> decent people, but um, they didn't understand it enough to support it fully. And now that they know it better, they do. It, it actually got a lot better for me since I started to, um, I mean, they started to see my work better and to understand it more when I started to understand it more. And as I'm talking, as I'm recording this right now, I'm not at 100% of understanding of my own stuff, okay? So imagine maybe in one year when I'm 100% sure of what I do, then uh, maybe I will have a lot more support and maybe I will finally be in the best condition to make it my job and to actually succeed in this. You know what I mean? So it's also a kind of, um, how do you say that? Like a, a mindset, okay? Like if you see stuff, if you see what you can do and you have like you're thinking about an objective and you're visualizing what you do and you're able to actually break down every step you need to take to make it then people can understand and then they can support you so yeah that's what i wanted to say about this um i hope it helps you i hope you realized a few things because i only as i said i only realized this like a few uh weeks or days ago i'm not even sure but yeah i uh, to me i think that i'm doing this um, you know, I'm learning stuff instead of listening to people and being able to read about a subject, etc., and grow this way, or li even listening to podcasts. I I learn stuff just by doing them and by struggling a lot. So somehow I still end up uh, improving, but it's not the best way. So I thought maybe you might want to to listen to this uh, to listen to this episode and you know learn it that way because it's a, it's a lot easier if you just. Like, I don't know how long this episode is going to be, but it's certainly going to be shorter than the time I had to, the time I needed to uh, realize these things. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or any platform you're using where you can leave a review. Please do it. Um, you can also just share this episode. Uh, also, you can find it on YouTube if you are, I don't know, if one day you want to stop listening to podcasts uh, and just want to, you, you just want to listen to Waste Podcast. Well, just know that it's not only on iTunes and Spotify, on iHeartRadio, etc. It's also on YouTube, so it's everywhere. You can find it very easily. And if you want to share it, yeah, maybe your friends don't listen to podcasts yet, and using YouTube could be a way to get them into this whole new thing. And uh, yeah, next episode next week with a guest this time. And I'll see you then. Bye.